Well, farmers are concerned about the effects the push for more renewable energy sources is having on their land and particularly their food production. Power infrastructure to regional rural areas has been rolled out on agricultural land uh, right around the country. And of course, that land also being swallowed up for solar and wind farms. And okay, we need the push to renewables. We get all that and it's got to happen and we're going down that path all well and good. But we'll meet a farmer concerned about the rollout in a minute. But first, National Party leader David Little wants a Senate inquiry into electricity transmission lines being installed on the nation's farmlands. He's on the line. In fact, I caught up with him a bit earlier this morning. Mr Littleproud, good morning. Thank you for your time. Yeah, good morning. Thanks for having me. Obviously concerning to farmers that uh, this infrastructure coming out, they they don't have a say in it, do they? uh, Power lines are being installed. If it goes over their land, it goes over their land. Well, that's exactly right. And, And this is where we think we have the time to pause and to plan properly. When I first became the Nationals leader after the federal election, I wrote to the Prime Minister and asked for a National Energy Summit so that we could plan through these issues to make sure that renewables worked and we had firming power that went with them, but renewables didn't lose their social licence in terms of where they're being placed and the new transmission lines, the 28,000 kilometres of new transmission lines that are required to plug them in. Uh, He declined that, and what they've done is they've accelerated that push to get to 82% renewables by 2030. We're only sitting at about 26% at the moment, so that's a big push. But what's happening in this reckless race to achieve that is there's unintended consequences. We're seeing farmland taken up, not just with the new 28,000 kilometres of transmission lines that are required, but solar panels going over prime agricultural land and wind towers. We're We're not against renewables. The nationals want to see renewables. We think there's a place for them. We think we should explore options where solar panels should be on rooftops and wind towers should be offshore away from the Great Barrier Reef. And particularly if you put solar panels on rooftops in the concentrated populated areas where power is needed, then you may also alleviate the need for the 28,000 kilometres of transmission lines. So we're saying let's just explore these options. We're not saying let's pause this for years, but these farmers are being told by EMO uh, they have no rights. They're simply coming through. They're going to put an 80-metre tower over them with a whole lot of caveats over it about what they can do underneath those towers and around those towers. And particularly for agricultural production, there's some challenges also. Uh, many of them use uh, aircraft. Uh, obviously, that then uh, takes away that option as well. So we're just saying, as a smart country, we've got sovereignty of all our resources. Let's just pause and plan properly. And if the government won't won't have the energy summit that I wanted to constructively have with the Prime Minister, then a Senate inquiry that runs up and down the East Coast uh, and into South Australia, where, where the national energy grid is, that we can have that conversation and we don't have perverse outcomes where our food security is challenged and your food prices go up, but also remnant vegetation is knocked down, natural habitat being destroyed all apparently to save the environment while destroying it. It just doesn't make sense. We just want some common sense on this. What are some of the caveats that farmers are under when when infrastructure like that goes up? Well, this is the challenge they're also finding. These farmers from the Mallee yesterday that came to Canberra are saying they are shifting the goalposts around what they can do underneath it. There's an exclusion area that they're putting underneath these towers. Uh, And and obviously, they're, they're high voltage. So there's only so many things they can do and where they can actually run stock. So AEMO, and this is one of the challenges, hasn't actually consulted them in any meaningful way or, or form and, in fact, have changed the corridors four or five times. And so there's a whole lot of confusion and unrest. And what we're saying is that there's also that we've got eminent, eminent professors from Victoria University are saying 
that if you shift the dial on where renewables are, you may not need these transmission lines. Because we've got a whole lot of renewables that came on, but invariably they were put very close to existing transmission lines. So all the low-hanging fruit for renewables has been done. But what, what they're doing now is to get large scale. They're going out into regional rural areas and, and taking up large tracts of productive agricultural land, and then they've got to plug them in. So it's a, a triple whammy with towers, with solar panels, and then transmission lines. Mm. And we're just saying, let's plan this. Why not put the solar panels where the concentration of power is needed, on people's rooftops and on businesses' rooftops in capital cities? So, th- And that may get away from that need of the 28,000 kilometres of transmission lines that you're going to pay for anyway. The Senate inquiry you want, that's different to the, the, the summit you were calling for with the PM? Yeah, well, that's all we've got left available to us. That's the only avenue. Um, obviously, Chris Bowen's running around with a checkbook, a checkbook of your money. Uh, these new 28,000 kilometres of transmission lines will be in excess of $80 billion. So just hold on to your hats on that one. If you have a look at your energy bill now, nearly half of it polls are Myers. Mm. Julia Gullard gold-plated them. Uh, Anthony Albanese is going to platinum-plate them. And, but that's going to come back to you. You're going to have to pay for that. And so what we're saying is we didn't want to have the energy summit. And, and we were talking about renewables. We were talking about firming power because renewables can't work without firming. So you need to have gas. And you'll also need potentially zero emissions, small-scale modular nuclear technology if it evolves to where we could, we could get comfortable with it in the future. But that's the conversation we should have. But you've got Professor Bruce Mountain from, from Victoria University saying, if you shifted renewables away from agricultural landscape and native vegetation and put it on rooftops uh, and, you, and put wind towers offshore close to where existing coal-fired power stations 